So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I so appreciate it. And I am really looking forward here to just the next 10, 12 minutes together. Uh, We're going to spew a little bit of knowledge here on a really vital, I would say, fundamental subject of recovery. And that is the whole concept of freedom. And um, I would say my views on the subject have changed since I first started in this space. And I'm going to share a little bit about that. Uh, Before I do really quickly, if you found any value from this, guys, uh, this podcast lives off of your reviews and your ratings and you essentially sharing our content. So we don't promote it. You'll notice we don't run ads. We don't have sponsors. And so if you've gotten any value, just one friendly ask from me is that you would share this with somebody that you love, somebody that you think would benefit from the content, or you could leave a rating or review. Either of those mean the world to me, and it really helps us extend our reach and get this great message out. So today we're talking about freedom, and the the whole premise of freedom is, I would say, it's understood in various ways depending on the context and depending on the person. But like any good principle, if you boil it down deeply enough, you should be able to get to a universal truth that, you know, essentially stands the test of time, whether you're talking about a recovery context or maybe a spiritual context where you hear language like freedom in Christ um, and basically everything in between. So that's what we're going to jump into today. And I'm going to kind of talk about the essence of the concept of freedom and then we'll sort of, I guess, expand into more the the tenets of recovery. So the the whole element of freedom has really, this is a very popular word now. I would say when I was growing up, I would hear the word freedom. Honestly, I would hear it on uh, Veterans Day or Memorial Day. Uh, we call it Remembrance Day here in, um, in Canada, um, where you were talking about sort of the rights or the freedoms that you had as a citizen in a developed nation. And there's there's good reason for that. But it's interesting because I would say now, uh, you know, when I first started Deep Clean four years ago, and I would get interviewed on podcasts, I would really hammer home the whole concept of freedom and what it really means to be free. Because I think most people in this space only have a framework of sobriety and what it means to get sober. A lot of people lack that understanding of freedom. That's something I'll talk about at the end here today. Uh, the other the other place that I hear freedom a lot right now is like financial freedom. There's sort of the fire movement, which is financially independent and retired early, um, and all of it's sort of umbrellaed under this whole concept of freedom. So let's talk a little bit about what it means to be free and what it means to actually have freedoms. Um, I used to say that being free is really the power of choice. And I, I would use uh, an example, you know, let's talk about something more fundamental like human rights. So if we have our freedoms, what it means is that we have choices in, you know, how we express ourselves. We have choices in how we live our lives and the uh, religious beliefs we have. And, you know, th- those kinds of things are all sort of nested under freedom. Um, 
I've I've slightly changed my my definition, and the it, it's very small, but it, it's worth noting. What I would say is that freedom is options, and the greater the degree of freedom, the greater options you have. And let me let me give an example, just kind of going with with rights. If you talk about rights, um, in every nation, even in a, a very oppressed nation like North Korea, they still have options. And the reason that's important to know is because you might hear me say that and go, well, Sathya, North Korea is not a free country. They don't have freedom. Yes, they do. Freedom is not binary. It's not you have freedom or you don't have it. You have varying degrees of freedom. And this is very, very important for when we dive into the actual recovery application here, Okay, which we'll get to in in a minute. Freedom, so just to circle back, freedom and its deg- the degree of freedom you possess in any area is marked by the number of options. And this is super important. I'll, I'll give you a, a different example. So my wife and I started this, this company four years ago, Deep Clean. And people always ask, you know, hey, are you going to start like a, a brick and mortar thing? Are you going to ever have like your own office and have clients and whatever? And we've always said, no, 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 no. For one main reason, we want location freedom. Location freedom. Basically, the day that I started Deep Clean, uh, I mean, to be more specific, the day I started doing it full time about two years ago, I immediately granted myself location freedom. As in, I can be anywhere in the world and continue to run my business. So we choose to live in a city called St. Catharines, Ontario, but... Um, more recently, I've done work in Florida. Uh, we had a five-week trip to Europe where I worked that time. We spent a few months of the year in Jamaica, and I work for a majority of that time as well. And even currently, at the time of this recording, I am in Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, we're here visiting some friends under some pretty unfortunate circumstances. We want to be here with them. And because we have location freedom, we're able to do that. So we have very high degrees of location freedom, as in basically we could go anywhere and just just about anywhere on the planet, provided it's a, I guess, safe place, is a viable option. That's a very high degree of freedom. Okay, let's contrast that with somebody during the pandemic whose workplace said, you can go work from home. Those people were afforded a, a different degree of freedom than what they typically had. Typically, they were confined to their home office, or sorry, their work office rather. That's where they had to conduct work. But now when you can work from home, you now actually have, I would say you have more than just two options. Like you could say, yeah, you have the office or at home. But technically, if your workplace is letting you work from home, you could go work at Starbucks or somewhere else and it doesn't really matter. So there's, there's, um, there's sort of a, an added degree of freedom. It's not the same as being able to jump on a plane and go to Europe for five weeks and still work. Uh, although maybe, maybe some of you were afforded that anyway. But hopefully you guys kind of get the idea here. There's varying degrees. And that's what I want you to see. Now, let's translate this into a recovery context. I remember having conversations about lust and pornography and, you know, how to kind of control your urges and desires with my friends at, at, a, at a very young age. But I remember a couple of conversations in my early 20s in particular where we would talk about the struggle because this is really when it was starting to be I guess it was it was starting to it was realized that hey internet pornography is very common and this is no longer something we have to hide about and so we're having more conversations and there's a lot more transparency um, being developed in in my friendships I would say and 
I remember one conversation in particular where one guy was like, you know, for me, it's so hard because I will see, I see a hot girl and I can't help but check her out. And when I check her out, like it, it just, it, it's, it spurs my thoughts, you know, it fuels my thoughts and I can't really control them. And that language of, I can't help myself. When you hear that kind of language, that is somebody who has minimal degrees of freedom. Why? Because in the heat of a moment of a temptation, he has basically given himself one single option, and that is to check the girl out. And I suppose you could say he's given himself a second option, which is to not check the girl out. That is a man of limited freedom, not no freedom, right? Because remember, it's not binary, like you're either free or you're not. It is actually um, across a spectrum. Now, I know I'm going to get some arguments about this binary thing from people who maybe uh, are in a charismatic Christian environment, which I have been for the last, I don't know, I guess 12-ish years. Now, here's the thing. We know that uh, we have scriptures like John 8, where it's written that whom the Son sets free is free indeed. And it's interesting because you would think what that would mean then is if you... If, if Jesus has set you free, you know, free of pornography, free of whatever it might be, then you're free, period. No ifs, ands, or buts, and no no need. No need to do anything to protect it, preserve it. It's, it's done. It's signed, sealed. It's delivered. And it's interesting because I think this is where we fall into binary thinking because we think like, oh, well, I have this problem. I'm going to have somebody pray for me, and then boom, it's gone. And we hear these stories, and we create a binary framework, not realizing that what happens in those moments is Jesus expedites your progression through the spectrum. In other words, it's it's not it's not like it's not that you were once in bondage and now you're free period. It's that Jesus instead of taking you on a gradual journey of varying degrees of freedom until you're in that place where you no longer engage in the behavior, Jesus has whoosh, he has accelerated your journey. But we have to understand freedom occurs across a gradient. It occurs across a spectrum. So in recovery, the goal is this. We, the goal is to, never, is, is to never sin. The goal is to never do what we do not want to do. It is to avoid all sexual misbehavior. That is the goal. Jesus instructed us or, or, or he, he noted to us that if you look at a woman lustfully, you have committed adultery in your heart. So Jesus took it another layer and said, it is no longer about your behavior alone. It is actually about the state of your heart. It's both and. Some people are like, well, you know, I sin sexually, but my heart's in the right place. It's like, no, it's not. Because if your heart was in the right place, you wouldn't have sinned sexually. Like it's, it's hand in glove here, both and, not either or. And we're not, this is not a part and parcel teaching from Jesus. He was simply adding a, a layer or another dimension to the behavioral aspects of this conversation. Now, what does this mean for you and I? It means in our pursuit of freedom, we not only want to have options from a behavioral standpoint, but we want to have them at a conceptual standpoint. We want to have them at a thought level that when I feel triggered or when I feel an urge or when I feel a moment of temptation, which we are to pray that, that we would not be led into temptation. So it's not to say that you know, you're always going to have rampant, wild, raving temptations. That may not always be the case. But it is to say that um, when those moments arise, we are to give ourselves options, not just in our behavior, although that's very important, but even at a thought level. We must learn to have mental constructs and frameworks that allow us to walk in greater degrees of freedom. This is freedom. Freedom is having options. So you maybe have 
chosen methods that really emphasize the behavior. So what do I mean by that? Well, maybe uh, you've installed an internet filter. Maybe you've signed up for an accountability partner system. Maybe you've tried to willpower and white knuckle your way through it, or you thought that if you just read your Bible more, if you prayed more to Jesus, then you would no longer watch pornography. These are all solutions that do not essentially give you any more freedom at a thought or heart level. Behaviorally, you could argue that maybe some of these would serve as some sort of other option. But even when we're talking about the granular components, like a moment of temptation, the reality is you're going to need something more than that. I've been really impacted by uh, an expert call we had with Dr. Trish Lee. She's a double PhD, one of the leading experts in the space of porn addiction and uh, just a, a real wizard with neuroscience. And what her research has uncovered is that there's this early stage of, um, she calls it the four Ds of dopamine. And the first stage is the drip. And what we're often trying to guard against is the deluge, which is like the flood of dopamine, which is typically when you kind of achieve that, that thing that you're pursuing that's very pleasurable. In our circumstances, it would be the sexual sin. But what she says is that the real danger is the drip. And she says that when you have a moment of temptation, you have three seconds. You have three seconds to basically derail or, or to um, detour that drip and to get yourself back on track. So where does all of this boil down? We're talking about freedom. The goal for you is to give yourself more and more options, not just behaviorally, but in the, the early moments when you have a, the slightest urge, the faintest temptation, when you catch yourself looking at somebody attractive, um, it is that, is that we then have a, a plan of action of how we are going to manage our thoughts and govern our emotions and desires in that moment so that we can basically stifle the drip before it leads to the deluge and any kind of worse behaviors. This is the goal. This is what we're after in our pursuit of freedom. Last thing I want to say is maybe you have um, chased sobriety. So maybe you have focused much on simply abstaining from sexual sin, but every day you wake up, paralyzed by fear that you might relapse again. Uh, every day you know that you're really just one bad move from a slip. Every day uh, you wake up a little bit more miserable because even though you're not doing the thing that you shouldn't be doing, you have no joy in your life. You have no peace in your heart and you have no hope for the future. That is sobriety. Sobriety simply emphasizes behavior. Freedom is about transformation of the heart. And and that is the that is to be our pursuit. So I wanna encourage you guys in all your pursuits, in all your endeavors, in all your efforts, pursue freedom. Give yourself more options every single, even if, even if every single week you gave yourself one more option in the moment of temptation, my goodness, you would be a completely different man by the end of the year. So, so it, it starts with the little things. It starts with the simple things, guys. But if you can give yourself a, a new option every single week for a year, I mean, your life will look radically different. So that's everything for today. Thank you guys for listening. If you found some value in this, please uh, like it, share it, um, send it to, uh, to a loved one or somebody that you know would benefit from it. And uh, we so appreciate it. In the meantime, much love to you all. Have an amazing day. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, it's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. 
You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.